Shalom, shalom and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the Spirit. I hope you're blessed and encouraged today. We're going to take some time in the Scriptures just to press in uh, the Word. And we are still in Psalm 18. Yep, we've been hanging out here for a few days. One, two, uh, how many days have we been hanging out here? A couple of days in this. This is part, oh, it's part three. Okay, that means three days. All right, hallelujah. And um, listen, I really believe that this study we're doing over these few days, and maybe it'll take us another couple of days, I don't know, to get through this chapter, but the Father gave me a word, and, you know, he told me that as we go through this, that people are going to understand what Elohim's deliverance really looks like. And we will be able to apply the deliverance of Yahovah to our lives. I believe there's people that are in uh, some uh, places where they feel that Yahovah can never use them again, that they are broken vessels, that, uh, uh, you know, they've missed the opportunity of their life, they've missed their calling, they've missed their step. Maybe uh, you're watching and you've fallen, you, you've sinned, uh, you're disgraced, and, you know, what do people think about you, and how can the Father ever restore you? And here we look at the life of David, and we look at what he's been through, and, and what do we witness through his life? You know, it's... Uh, it's quite incredible, but one thing we see in David's life, you know, this, you know, there's a verse, and actually it's in Psalm uh, 26, uh, I think it is, in verse 1, and I know this is something that relates to a couple of verses down from where we're going to read, but I really want to open with this because it's so vitally important to what we are talking about when we're dealing with rehearsing Elohim's deliverance. And, you know, this should be our prayer life. If you're in a situation, how are you going to get out of that situation? How are you going to press forward? Listen, I'm already starting preaching. I haven't even said hello to everyone that's tuning in. Uh, I'm so excited about this word tonight. Um, anyway, listen, thanks for joining with us. If you're tuning in, write in the comments. Just give us a shout out. Uh, it's always good to see who is with us. We've got Jerry up there in Boston. Good to see you. We've got uh, Reva with us in New Jersey. Welcome. We've got Esther in Australia. Uh, we've got B in Texas. We've got Gerda in Belgium. Good to see you. We've got Lola in Flor Florida. Thanks for joining with us. And, you know, keep just posting that you're watching. I don't see any of the thumbs up or anything while we record, and, and usually I don't pay any attention to the comments as we're going through things. I just want to focus on the Word, but it is good to go back afterwards and um, read your messages and, uh, you know, what's on your heart as we are sharing this message. So, like I said, rehearsing Elohim's deliverance is something that we see all over the book of Psalms. And, you know, in this Psalm 18, there's something amazing about it. Now, you know, we've got Psalm 119. It's the longest uh, chapter in uh, the book of Psalms, you know. But here in Psalm 18, this is the fourth longest chapter in and what is packed into this is so incredible. First, we learn some of the key things of how we should come to deliverance. And these are steps to set you free. These are steps to bring you to a place to witness the supernatural deliverance of a mighty Elohim. First, you've got to recognize who you are, where you are. Yahovah is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my Elohim. He's my rock. So he's my rock, my shelter. He's my rock, my stronghold in whom I take refuge. He's my shield. And that's bigger and more powerful than your shield of faith. Yahovah is my shield. So those areas that you can't understand, that you haven't got a, a hang on in, in the spiritual realm, hear the word of Yahovah. He is your shield. And David recognizes that. He knows what it's like to be in situations where he's completely out of his depth and he needs the, he needs the protection 
and the intervention of a mighty Elohim. You are my horn of salvation. You talk about the strength of what's been delivered. That horn, that there's nothing going to get past uh, that deliverance, that strength, my stronghold. Hallelujah. So we see all of those things. Who is Elohim to me? Who is Elohim to you? This is so vitally important. You might be going through trials and you feel like, Father, when is this going to end? How do I get through this? Where is the spirit of breakthrough to take me into the next phase? I believe that what we are reading on and what we are meditating on over these days is the key to your deliverance. You know, the knowing of the truth will set you free. We need the word of Yehovah. It is so powerful. So, Father, I thank you for this time as we press into the scriptures, as we press in to know you more. I pray, Father, that you set us up for victory in Yeshua's name. We come against the assignments of the enemy. We thank you that Yehovah's promises are yes and amen. And we are a people walking in the fullness of the promise of Yehovah. We will proclaim, we will declare the word over our circumstances, over our situations. Because, Father, more than anything, we want to be a vessel that can be used for the purpose of your glory. So the world might look at you and say you're no good. Other people might look at you and say you're no good. You may be downtrodden in every regard and every level, but let me tell you something. If you're born again, spirit-filled, washed with the blood of Yeshua, if you're in that place of repentance, you are going to see the glory of Yehovah manifest in your life. This is time for you to rise up from the ashes. This is the time where brokenness will be transferred into completeness, that you will experience the restoration of Yehovah. Hallelujah. So that first section, we identify who is Elohim to me. This is the first few verses of Psalm 18. And in the next section, what do we see? We see this, uh, how is Yehovah going to deliver? What steps will he take to bring forth my deliverance, my salvation. You know, if the Father has to come down from heaven, if he has to move heaven and earth, and we know he has, he came down from heaven and his son, Yeshua, the Messiah, because you could not break through. You could not be reunited with Yehovah without the cleansing blood of Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. And we see him all over this chapter. So we see, we cry for Yehovah for help. From his temple he heard my voice. I love that scripture there in verse 6. Well, guess what? What are you talking about, David? There is no temple. From his temple. So what temple is this? He's stepping into the heavenly realm. If you want to see victory and the transforming power of a mighty God, you've got to step into heavenly places. So stop looking at yourself thinking, who am I? I have no purpose. I have no ability. I have no strength. Let me tell you something. If we will just get filled, if we will get into the presence of Yehovah, allow him to shape us, allow him to make us into everything that he's created us to be. You know what you'll see? An amplification of who you are called to be. The world will recognize who you are in the spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. So that's what we see in this section. You know, we see the move of Yehovah, earthquakes, thunder, lightning, you know, the shaking. This is, this is greater than any uh, atomic energy. This is the, the energy of a mighty God working on your behalf to bring you into that place of deliverance. And David is, is, is writing this psalm from the place of victory. You know, and when you get to that place of victory, maybe the Father's going to put a song within your heart. He's going to put a testimony on your lips to proclaim what it is like to experience the deliverance of Yehovah. Fifteen years been uh, hunted down by King Saul to be destroyed. You know, having a, a bounty on his head. You know, uh, being at the, at the most... Uh, uh, the, the furthest or, or, or the furthest point of despair you could ever imagine, going into the depths of despair. 
You know, and still in the midst of all of that, the very word of Yahuwah that was placed within him from his childhood sustained him, brought him through. The meditation of his heart brought him through the worst challenges, the worst battles. He knew he had confidence that if he could fight that lion, he could fight that bear, he could take on Goliath, that even if Saul wants to kill him, that the word of Yehovah will come to pass. That anointing that was put upon his life as a boy uh, from Samuel will come to pass. It will come to pass in Yeshua's name. So he's writing this from the place of victory. He recognizes how powerful Yehovah is. My God is powerful. I don't know what God you serve, but I serve a powerful God. He is mighty to save. So there's nothing you're going through that he can overcome. Now, I told you to turn to uh, um, Psalm 26. I wanted to read that verse 1 because it's so powerful. And I really believe this is a word for you. And listen, this word, if you just feel like you, you see a little bit of the favor of God and then bang, you crash. And then you see a little bit of the favor of God, bang, you crash. What is stopping you uh, experiencing the fullness of his deliverance? And, you know, I'm not saying that what's stopping you is your disobedience. What I'm saying is there is a time and there is a season. There is a time and there's a season for us to have the victory. And we know, you know, what caused David's uh, greatest sin. It, you know, there was a time and a season when he was meant to be at war. And where was he? He was procrastinating in Jerusalem. And that's where he fell with Bathsheba. Uh, you know, and, and we all know what happened in that story. And maybe we'll, we'll, we'll uh, open up a couple of points on that uh, over these next few days. But Psalm 26, verse 1. Vindicate me, O Yehovah, for I have led a blameless life. I have trusted in Yehovah without wavering. Huh. I have led a blameless life. Life. Now, what did I just say about David? You know, he had Uriah. He had him murdered. Uh, you know, he committed adultery. Uh, and here he is in chapter 26. Vindicate me, O Yehovah, for I have lived a blameless life. I have trusted in Yehovah without wavering. Test me, O Yehovah. Try me. Examine my heart and my mind. For your lovers ever before me, and I will continually uh, continue, and I will uh, continually in your truth. I will walk continually in your truth. Sorry. So where is this coming from? It's the understanding that there is forgiveness when we take things before Yehovah. I love that verse in Psalm 103. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove his sins from us, from me. And I want you to picture that because what are we doing? We are rehearsing Yehovah's deliverance. We're saying, Father, we want to be people that walk in your deliverance. We want to be people that walk in the power of Yehovah, that we will uh, walk in the testimony of what it truly means to be a child of the Most High Elohim. So what do we see in David's life? We don't see that he was sinless. We know Yeshua the Messiah was sinless. But what do we see in David's life? We see that he was singly, single-heartedly devoted in the presence of Yahweh. You want to see the victory in your life? I'm not going to sit here and tell you the reason that you are going through all the things you're going through is you just don't try hard enough. You just, you've not pressed in enough. You've not prayed enough. You've not fasted enough. You've not read the scriptures enough. That's not what I'm saying. There's a time for the victory. But what I'm saying in the midst of all of the things you go through, lay your heart open before Yehovah and you will see the blessings of a mighty God. Lay your heart open before him. Why? Even in the midst of turmoil, even in the midst of pain, it says in the word that joy comes in the morning. Can we find a place of imprisonment or, 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 or beatings or things that we could be experiencing for living this life of faith? Can we find the joy? 
Can we find his glory in the midst of all of it? You know, what are you going to do? You know, Father, thank you. You know, if I'm suffering, I'm suffering for your name's sake. I'm going to praise you with all of my heart, with all of my soul. Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kind. Whenever you face, oh, you know, look, I don't want to consider it joy in the trial. Afterwards, oh, hallelujah, praise the name of Yeshua. I can stand in the place of joy. And in what we're seeing in this scripture, you've got to find that place of trust, reliance, that strength in who Yehovah is. And, and, and we just want to speak a spiritual alignment right now. You know, I believe that people will be so transformed because of this portion of Scripture. I believe that this will set many people free. And you might be listening to this message a year from now or whenever on, on the archives. And, you know, this word is for you. This is the day of your deliverance. This is the day of you understanding through this walk, the Father has a purpose through all of it. He's developing, He's creating in us that pure heart. He's identifying who we are. He's helping us understand who we are in the midst of the storms of the things that we are going through so that we can clearly say, Vindicate me, O Yahovah, for I've led a blameless life. I'm not sinless, but I'm singly devoted to you, Father. And I'm going to recognize my mistakes. I'm going to bring them before Yehovah. And I believe there's people you've let Hasatan convince you that something you've done is so great that Yehovah can never use you. Hear the word of Yehovah. It's time for you to rise up. You know, you might have said to yourself, I've done what is unthinkable. I've done what is unacceptable. Well, that's your viewpoint. But when you recognize that even before you were saved, Messiah, he died. He paid the price for you when you were yet a sinner. He didn't wait for you to meet him at any stage. He paid the ultimate price when you were in the thickets of your rebellion, when you were in the depths of hell, when you were living completely in the darkness, selfish, um, full of pride. And he set you free. He provided a way. You know, it's by faith we are saved through grace, the free gift of salvation. Hallelujah. And then you come to that place of faith, and many people come back to Torah, and they're studying through the Torah. And then all of a sudden, they hit difficulties within their life. And all of a sudden, it's got this religious law is so entangling them that they are unable to uh, forgive themselves. They're unable to see a way out. How can the Father use me? How can He take this broken vessel and do something with it. Well, let me tell you something. Every one of us is broken. Are we singly-minded, devoted in the presence of Yahovah? So this is part three. Man, <laughs> Whew. glory to Yahovah. Father, may our eyes be open. May our ears hear what the Spirit is saying. This is time for us to experience deliverance. It's time for us to enjoy this journey of life that we are on so that our expectations will move onto a new level and we will see the glory of Yehovah. Hallelujah. Verse 20, Yehovah has dealt with me according to his uh, according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands, he has rewarded me. Now, what an interesting scripture we have here. Yehovah has dealt with me according to my righteousness. Well, we just understand. Well, look, look, David, we know about your sin. We know about your life. We know about things that's happened uh, to you. And, you know, why is this so important here? Because we see in Second Samuel chapter 22, we see that this, this word, this victory word is so important that David doesn't proclaim it once. He makes a few changes in a few places, but he proclaims this word at the beginning of his rulership as king and at the end of his life he proclaims this word. So I want us to see it fully encapsulated in what's taking place here. So what are we looking at in this section? You know, uh, why should I be delivered. 
And you might be asking the father that question. You know, father, I've failed you. I'm, I'm broken. Why should I be delivered? Why should I experience the deliverance of Yehovah? And, you know, for all those greasy grace people out there that just think you can go live like hell, do whatever you want, and, and re-crucify Yeshua over and over again because of all your sins, you're not going to see the blessings of Yehovah. So there's a way for us to experience the deliverance of Yehovah. And this is the word that David is bringing within this psalm. He's talking about who is Elohim to me. He's talking about, I'm rehearsing, you know, you know what extent will Yehovah go for his word to be established in my life? And that's the key right there, that the word of Yehovah may be established in me. So what's the word of Yehovah concerning your life? And if you don't have that word, if you don't know who you are, then take time in this season to pursue Elohim, to understand who you are. We're not called just to go through life, just to be reactive to everything that's happening around us. You are called to live your life on purpose to be effective for the kingdom. Yehovah has dealt with me according to my righteousness According to the cleanness of my hands, he has rewarded me. There's a reward, and, and I want you to capture this. You know, you might be watching other people and thinking, you know, I know how they live, I know how I live. How come that they're getting all these blessings, and I, and I know there's so much sin, there's things they're not dealing with, and then here I am trying to do what's right, and you know, this is the enemy just trying to tell you, just keep pushing yourself down so you become useless, you know, useless useless to yourself, useless to your family, useless to the kingdom of Yahovah. In Psalm 24, verse 4, it says, He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear, swear deceitfully. You know, this is the reward that we have. The Father's saying, where are my people of clean hands? So you're in a tough place. I've had people come up to me in the past and they've said to me, you know, the reason you're going through this trouble uh, you're going through this trouble because you've got sin in your life you're not dealing with. And, you know, this is something that's happened to me many times because we're on the front line. We are out there on the edge preaching the gospel, ministering on the front line, and we face many trials. You know, the devil hates us. He doesn't want us to succeed. And I remember one journey I was on in the UK. I was uh, in a car with uh, uh, an international prophet, and we were driving to this event in London and for the whole journey 45 minutes in that car he just spoke down spoke against me said you're in sin blah 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 the reason you're experiencing the things you're experiencing is because uh, you know you're full of pride and I just had this whole earful for 40 minutes when we arrived at the car park at this event I turned to him and I said if you truly are a prophet why are you delivering your opinion and, uh, you know, then I got out of the car and we walked into the event. We walked into the event. There was hundreds of people there. I don't know what the number was. Maybe, who knows? The place was packed full. It was a theater-type environment, all these tiered seatings. We were nowhere near the front. We were somewhere in the middle of this whole crowd. And, you know, I had just... Uh, uh, the Father gave me a word. He told me, you want to experience resurrection power. Everything you have, the businesses you have, you're going to lose everything. And I told all my directors, this is what's going to happen. We're going to lose this. But don't worry. Stay with the boat. We're going to see the deliverance of Yehovah. I just built this brand new training center and everything. And, you know, a couple of days before going to this event, I handed back the keys to the owner after spending tens of thousands of pounds building out this whole beautiful training center. Brand new. I handed them the keys. I never even got to walk into, uh, you know, that part of my 30,000 square foot office building and uh, you know I wasn't discouraged because the father gave me a word you want to experience the resurrection everything that you have I'll take from you 
but no, I am with you. So that's the word he gave me. I wasn't out preaching that word, telling everybody, hey, look at what I'm going through. I've got the word of Yehovah. Things might be tough, but it's okay. <laughs> I've got the word. No, I kept that within my heart. I shared it with my directors. I shared it with my wife three months before any of it started to happen. And uh, that, you know, we, those things were manifesting. So this prophet is telling me, you're, you're full of pride. You've missed God, blah, blah, blah so on so forth we're in this event I don't know anyone no one I know no one there we both of us don't know anyone there and then all of a sudden in the first praise and worship song the whole band's playing and everything it's all theater lights the audience is in pretty much darkness and the screens of the words and stuff are all up then all of a sudden this woman gets up shuts the band up halfway through the first song she's got the mic and and you know there's this light uh, that's on the, the section where I am. And she says, you young man, stand up. And she's talking to me. You young man, stand up. I was young back then. You know, this is years ago. Stand up. Hear the word of Yahovah. Then she starts to proclaim the promises of Yahovah for, yeah, incredible word of you're in the right place, you're doing the right things, and you are faithful even in the midst of trouble, even in the midst of turmoil, even in the midst of loss, and so on and so forth. And she's just prophesying, prophesying, prophesying. Well, listen, I didn't need the word. I was encouraged even in the midst of everything that was going on around me. I was encouraged. I wasn't discouraged. You know, the only discouraging thing I experienced was that drive to get to the event. And then the last word she said was this, and yet will you build that training center. <laughs> you will have that training center, that training, equipping, and releasing center. That's the very last words. And what was the very last words that this person was um, you know, condemning me for, you build out this whole training center and you hand it back, you know, where's God and all of that? If he called you to build it, you'd get to use it. And, and the very last words that this prophet proclaimed from the front who never even knew me, and yet will I build that training center? And when I sat down, I, I said to the gentleman, I said, that word's not for me. I'm encouraged, hallelujah, in the midst of this. It doesn't matter what I have or what I don't have in this world. I will serve Yehovah. I said, this is a word for you. May this be a lesson for you. So what do we see in the midst of this next section? We're, we're seeing what is the key for our deliverance. And yes, there's many times where we see the blessing of Yahovah. Many times. Uh, in spite of us. And even in the midst of our rebellion, even in the midst of our sin. But let me tell you something. You know, you make wrong choices. You live wrong and you don't have clean hands. It's going to catch up with you. And we've got to get to that place where we recognize who we are in the Father so that we have the rewards that come in the presence of Yehovah. You know, it's uh, when we look at Isaiah 62, Behold, Yehovah has proclaimed to the end of the earth. Say to the daughters of Zion, Behold, your salvation comes. Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. Well, his reward is, what's he saying? That he will reward you according to what you have done. You are not laboring in vain. Are we spending our strength on that which belongs to Yehovah? Are we spending our time uh, to bring forth the victory of Yehovah? Because we see that the victory and, you know, how does the Father reward the righteous? He blesses the righteous. He will bless you. You know, we have that scripture about, uh, is it Matthew 6, where it talks about giving. Uh, do your giving in secret in your Father. He sees what's done in secret, and what's he going to do? He will reward you. So it's not about what people see on the outwork. It's what we see in the inward that counts. So we're going to keep pressing here in Psalm 18. 
Uh, we're looking at verse 20. Yehovah has dealt with me according to his righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands. He has rewarded me. And, you know, what am I saying here? I'm saying strive in the presence of Yehovah. Strive in the presence of Yehovah to be righteous before Yehovah. You can't do it in your strength. But if we are meditating on the word, if we are pressing in, if we are living right, if we are speaking right, if we are acting right, if we are bringing ourselves to account, we're going to see the victory in Yehovah. Verse 21, For I have kept the way of Yehovah. I have not done evil by turning from Elohim. I've kept the way. I've kept the ways of Yehovah. I've kept his ways. And sometimes, like I said, and we're going to keep coming back to this, if we fall, if we move into sin, we need to move into repentance and come back to Yehovah. Yes, there may be consequences to the sins of the things that we have done. But if we will repent and we will come back, what are we going to witness? We're going to witness the blessings of Yehovah. In Psalm 119, it says in verse 10, With my whole heart I seek you. And what does it mean, with my whole heart? I want you to think about that for a second. You're in that place where you cry out, Father, I want deliverance. I want you to uh, bring uh, deliverance to my household. I want you to bring salvation to my household, to my uh, spouse, to, to my children, to, uh, to those who are close to me, to my siblings, uh, grandparents, parents, whatever. You know, Father, how do I see this? With my whole heart, I will seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I've stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So these are key secrets. You know, what are we looking for? We're looking for the importance of having the word within us. And what was one of the things I said at the beginning of this message? What do you think was the foundation that supernaturally brought David through everything that he faced? And, you know, 15 years of hell, 15 years of being a fugitive, being out there thinking, who is my friends? Who can I trust? When you've got another king trying to destroy you, you have the anointing, the call of Yehovah on your life. And yet you are separated from that calling. And what does uh, David say? He talks about, you know, my whole heart, I seek you. And hear the word of Yehovah. Seek him with all of your heart. But don't just spend all your time in the place of study. Ask the Father, how can I apply this word? How do I get out of my comfort zone? And that's everything that David did all the way through this. You know, he had uh, occasions where he could have killed Saul. He didn't kill Saul. And for those that haven't heard uh, yesterday's message or, or um, uh, Shabbat's message, we had our Zoom call yesterday. Um, you know, what did we see there? We see in the opening description of Psalm 18 that Yehovah has delivered me from the hands of all my enemies and from the hand of Saul. And from the hand of Saul. All my enemies. But I'm not going to put Saul in that category. You know, he was Elohim's anointed. He might have lost his position, but he was not going to put himself in that place. Father, make room for the gift. Make room for me so that I can walk in accordance with your will, in accordance with your purpose. We stand upon the testimony of a mighty God. You know, we recognize the importance that, you know, we're called to walk in his ways. I've kept the ways of Yehovah. I have not done evil by turning from Elohim. Listen, if you are all over the place, how can we expect to see the testimony of the deliverance of Yehovah? James chapter 1, if you lack wisdom, if you're asking for answers, how do I break through in this point? And you ask and you're double-minded. Well, do I trust you? I don't know if I trust you. I'm scared. You know, if you take your eyes off Yeshua, you're going to start sinking. We need to fix our eyes on Yeshua, the offer and perfecter of our faith. Hallelujah. So, you know, it is important that we have clean hands. It's, an, it's important that we understand that our righteousness in Yeshua is vitally important. 
It's important that we deal with the sin in our lives. If you've repented to the sin in your life, don't let the devil take you back there. Don't let man take you back there. And don't go back there yourself. Make the declaration as far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed his sin from us. I'm, I'm preaching for the restoration and the transforming power of a mighty Elohim. Hallelujah. Verse 22. All his laws are before me. I have not turned away from his decrees. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. I have not turned away from his decrees. Everything. It's all before me. And this is what I love about this. Come on. When you're in that tough place and you're wondering, where's the way forward? His law is before you. His word, the way out is before you. Come on. Let's go into the word. You know, some people are going to YouTube. They're, 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 they're trying to do searches on the internet, trying to find the answer. You know, listen, don't lose the point of coming before Yehovah and his word. I love what Jenny shared on the call last night. You know, how many people within the church think that the church is the guard uh, to keep us right. But in reality, it's not, it's not the church, the ecclesia, the assembly, however you want to see it. But it's the word that guards us, that keeps us right. We want his word, his instructions to be before us. All his laws are before me. I have not turned away from his decrees. I have been blameless before him and I've kept myself from my sin. I've kept myself from from my crookedness. And, and what's he talking about here in keeping himself from his sin? What, what are we experiencing here? We're, 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 we're dealing with, you know, what are the key areas in the sin factor within your life? You know, where do you keep tripping up? Where are you falling? What is the area of your sin where you have problems? And in the midst of those problems, you know, we have people coming out of homosexuality and they might still have those feelings and things that go on, but they make a decision. I'm not living that way. I'm going to live in accordance with the word. It doesn't matter what I feel. This is how I'm walking. Uh, my feelings, you're, you need to line up with the scripture. I'm not going to walk in the way of the flesh. You know, it might not be homosexuality or, or any of that type of thing. It might be uh, lust. It might be anger. It might be, you know, lying. It, it could be any type of thing. What is the area of your sin, the crookedness that you need to deal with? I have kept myself from these things. So what are we keeping ourselves from? Where's the temptation? Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. Hallelujah. So we've got to identify areas where the enemy is attacking and saying, you shall not attack me. And how important is this? In Matthew 18, what do we see there in verse 8? It says, if your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to enter life crippled or lame than, for the, uh, than with two hands and two feet to be thrown into eternal fire. If your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It's better for you to enter life with one eye than with two eyes and be thrown into hell, the hell of fire. Now, you know, this is not, you know, it's not time for us to set up a ministry, cutting your arms off, your limbs off and poking your eyeballs out. That's not what it's talking about. It's talking about the seriousness and how you deal with sin within your life. And, you know, this is a challenge for every one of us. You, you want to see the deliverance of Yehovah? You want to get to that place where we, we recognize, you know, you know, Yehovah, you have a plan of deliverance for me. And I want to rehearse your ways. And that's what we're seeing here. We're, we're rehearsing the ways of Elohim's deliverance for me and for you. So that we can walk in the fullness and fulfill the purposes of Yehovah. So I have been blameless before him. I have kept myself from my sin. So in the midst of this, you know, what we're talking about here is we're talking about getting to that place where we truly understand tishuvah.
you know, Psalm 37, turn away from evil and do good so that you may dwell forever. This, is, this has eternal blessings attached to it. Turn away from evil. If you're born again of the Spirit, you know, you can't live the old life. You're a new creation. The old is gone. Behold, all things are new. If you're in the Spirit and you fail, and you have times in your life where you, you, you don't do the things that you ought to do. Hear the word of Yahovah. Turn around. Turn around. Yahovah is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright shall behold his face. Turn around. Come before him. You know, Psalm 17, it talks about you've tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me and you will find nothing. I have proposed that my mouth will not transgress. I've made this decision. I'm not going to transgress with my mouth. This, this tongue will not be a lying tongue in Yeshua's name. I, you can try me. And, and where does those trials come? In that night. You know, are you being hounded by Hasatan, Satan in the night hours? Is he telling you you're no good, trying to beat you up? And listen, maybe he's justified in his, uh, his stand against you before Yehovah and the presence of Yehovah. And you are protected by the blood of Yeshua. But if you're not under the blood of Yeshua, take this word as a warning. It's time for you to come under his blood. It's time for you to get to that place where you realize just how powerful he is. Because we understand the rewards of Yehovah. What are his rewards? Yehovah rewards every man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. For Yehovah gives you into his hand today. And I would not put out my hand against the Lord's anointed. This was the word that uh, was spoken by Eli over Samuel when he delivered the word. 1 Samuel chapter 26. Yehovah rewards every man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. Listen, let me tell you something. Don't be afraid to be right standing. When, when you see the wicked advancing ahead of you, when you see the wicked receiving uh, what looks like the awesome life, and there you are trying to do what's right, there you are sowing your money into the kingdom, and you don't have a lot of money, you see the wicked overtaking you, having everything, having all the good of everything. Let me tell you something, where you sacrifice, you will see the rewards of Yehovah. Oh, praise the name of Yeshua as we look upon this scripture just to capture what the Holy Spirit is saying here. What a blessing it is to see. Yehovah has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. Verse 24. You know, why is he going over this? You know, don't, you know, just give me one verse, uh, David. You know, you only need to say one. No, you've got verse after verse after verse. You're according to, according to, according to my righteousness, according to my uh, cleanness. You know, we keep seeing that word, according to my righteousness. It just keeps coming up in verse 25. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the blameless, you show yourself blameless. Hallelujah. So, you know, what are we seeing here? We're seeing, you know, just understand, if you are faithful before Yehovah, you will experience the faithfulness of Yehovah. You'll experience the blessings that he has for you. To the pure, you will show yourself pure, but to the crooked, you show yourself shrewd. So to the pure, you show yourself pure. How does the Father see you in Yeshua? You are pure before him. You are washed and cleansed with the blood of Yeshua. Oh, if there's one thing I want to get, I want to get through in this section, it's not that, oh, as you're reading through this, I can't live up to this. No wonder I don't experience the deliverance of Yehovah. No wonder how am I meant to rehearse the deliverance of Elohim when the bar is so high? And this bar is so high, but we know Yeshua, he's fulfilled all these things. He was the one who came. He was sinless. He was the perfect lamb. He took away the sins of the world. We are born again of the spirit in him. We are cleansed with the blood of Yeshua. And we enter in to the presence of Yehovah. But just because 
we have the purity of what it means to be a Messiah doesn't mean you can live your life anywhere you want. That's not how it works. You can't just live any way you want. To the pure, he shows yourself pure, but to the crooked, you show yourself shrewd. You know, what does that mean? He's like, if you're, if you're crooked, you know, what's he, what's he going to do? If you have a different purpose and, you know, you're deceptive in your purpose, let me tell you something. The Father will destroy you. He will deal with you and identify. Are you truly of Elohim? And this is what we're bringing up here in this portion of Scripture. You might be listening to what I'm saying and you might be feeling condemned because you just feel such a failure that you're missing the plan of deliverance. You haven't accepted who you are in the Messiah. You know, you've just allowed the devil to lie to you because the word is not stored up within your life. You have nothing to pull on. Then this word is for you as you meditate on this word. Spend time in this word, in this portion of scripture. You'll see the strength of Yahovah. What brought David through? A life of meditating in the scriptures. He pressed in. He pressed in whatever it took. You know, what do we see in verse 27? You save the humble, but bring low those whose eyes are haughty. You know, he will bring down the haughty eyes, those that don't want to walk in the way. Whoever slanders his neighbor secretly, I will destroy. Whoever has haughty looks and an arrogant heart, I will not endure. He's not going to put up with that type of deception. For you know that grace, the grace of Yeshua, the Messiah, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, by his poverty, might become rich. So what do we receive in Yahovah? We receive the richness of his blessing. That's what we experience in him hallelujah so you know you know there's so much we could uh just want to press into this next verse so that we can uh get through this here in verse 28 you O yahovah keep my lamp burning my elohim turns my darkness into light and of course this is a scripture that we love because we understand that he turns our darkness into light. He is the power source, the Ruach HaKodesh. You need the Spirit. You need the Ruach HaKodesh. You know, you are my lamp, O Yahovah, my Elohim, lightens my darkness. And that's how that verse is written in 2 Samuel chapter 22. You are my lamp. You are my Elohim. You lighten my darkness. And it says here, you, O Yahovah, keep my lamp burning. My Elohim turns my darkness into light. So what are, we, what are we getting from this? You know, there's darkness within our lives. If you surrender it before Yahovah, He'll take that which is darkness. That where, you know, your vulnerability before others, before Yahovah, he'll take that, bring forth his light. And, you know, he'll keep my lamp burning. The power source is coming from a supernatural uh, place. It's not coming from this realm at all. So we stand upon the promises and understand who we are in First Peter chapter 2. You're a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you, where? From darkness into his marvelous light. So recognize who you are. You are chosen. You're a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Glory to Yahovah. Father, we rejoice. We recognize who we are in you. We stand upon your promises. <laughs> your promises are true. We are not going to shrink back. You have led me in a path of deliverance. This is why I love praying for the blind. Um, that 
sight will come back, that hearing will come back as we lay hands on the sick. It says in Isaiah 42, And I will lead the blind in the way that they do not know, in paths that they have not known. I will guide them. I will turn the darkness before them into light, the rough places into level ground. These are the things I do. And I do not forsake them. And what, what's he saying in the midst of this? He, he's not just talking about, uh, you know, the blindness of the physical eye. He's talking about that which is spiritual. I'm going to lead you in a path you don't know. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to turn the darkness that's before you into light. Those rough places are going to become smooth. I'm going to change your environment. I'm going to bring you onto the highway of Yehovah so my glory may be revealed in you. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my Elohim, I can scale a wall. And, you know, what do we love about this scripture here? We talked about this uh, on our Zoom call last night. And if you haven't joined us on our Zoom call on Sundays, 9.30 Israel time, we spend time just fellowshipping together and in the Word. You know, what do we see in the midst of this? We see the supernatural strength. Father, your testimony in my life is empowering me that it doesn't matter what the devil flows at me. I can have a whole troop come against me. You know, I can come up against uh, a city that has large scaling walls. Uh, you know, I can scale those walls. I can take that city. Why? Because if you be for me, who can be against me? We're talking about the strength of Yehovah from the place of victory. Read Ephesians chapter 6 when we deal with the spiritual warfare. And when you go through the armor of Yehovah, it says, uh, be strong in Yehovah, in his strength, in the strength of his might, put on the whole armor so that you can uh, stand against the schemes of Hasatan. You can do it. You can do it. If you can get to that place and say, you know what? I recognize who I am. I am strong. Devil, you have nothing on me. This is the day of victory. This is the day of transformation. You know, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of darkness. This present darkness, we pull you down against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of Elohim that you will be able to withstand in the day of evil. And having, all to, 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 uh, having done all to stand, stand firm then. There's a place where we have the revelation of Yahovah and we can press to a level. But when you get to the end and you're in a situation that's bigger than you are, when you've done all to stand, what does it mean, stand firm then? Well, wait a second, I've done all to stand. That stand firm then is the supernatural. It's where the Father takes over. It's where he brings us to that place of victory. It's where we move into a whole new dimension of everything that he has for us. With your help, I can advance against the troop. I'm understanding. I'm rejoicing in the victory. I'm a, look, Father, I've been through it. This is what David said. I've praised you through it. Yes, I've bared my chest before you. I've, I've opened up all of my pain, all of my frustrations. But you know what? I took it before you. I didn't start a gossip podcast. I didn't start, you know, a, a counseling session for poor David, you know, to deal with my problems. He didn't do any of that. What he did is he stood on the power of the word. And we have many people going to counseling and they're going for all the wrong reasons. Oh, you know, and how does that make you feel? And, you know, listen, this, these counseling sessions where they're just trying to get you to talk and, and just get these things out. And you, look, if we will just get in the word and allow the Holy Spirit to counsel us through the spirit... You know, there'll be so many of these counseling sessions you won't have to attend. But you've got to get there first. I'm not saying stop counseling if you're in counseling. If you've got needs and problems in your life, I hope and pray you have godly counsel. But if you will rely on the Spirit and upon His Word, you'll experience the deliverance of Yehovah. 
So where are we at? Verse 30 here. As for Elohim, his way is perfect. The word of Yahovah is flawless. He is a shield for all who take refuge in him. Yahovah, your way is perfect. The word of Yahovah it is proven to be true because I'm in the place of victory. I have the victor living in me. You have the victor living in you. This is the place of victory in Yeshua's name. What a beautiful verse that we see here. Yahovah, your way is perfect. Your word is flawless. So even though it looks like, when's it going to come to pass? <laughs> your word is flawless. I'm in the place of victory. If you're standing on the word of Yahovah, don't give up. You're on the brink of your miracle. And again, he is a shield for all who take refuge in him. You know, what an amazing, you know, we go back to verse 2. He's my shield. He's the horn of my salvation. He's my stronghold. He, you know, Yahovah, you're my rock. You're my refuge. I'm taking refuge in, in you. Hallelujah. You're my shield for all who take refuge. He's not just saying he's my shield. He's saying, listen, this is something for you too. You know, look, look David is putting this, these words to a song. He wants this to be sung before the assembly. This is his personal testimony of victory. But the reason why he wants it sung, the reason why it's written, is because this word applies to you. And it applies to me. It is time for your breakthrough in Yehovah. We have the victor living within us. What a beautiful word that we see there. In Deuteronomy chapter 32, the rock... His work is perfect, for all His ways are justice. He's a God of faithfulness, without iniquity, just, good, right, and upright is He. He's a God of faithfulness, without injustice. Good and upright is He. Oh, I hope you're encouraged with what we have shared here today. I hope this word will set a fire within your spirit. And Father, as we just uh, lay before you this time in your presence, thank you for what you've done here today. Thank you for speaking into my heart. Thank you for helping me recognize that if I truly am forgiven, I am forgiven. If I truly am free, I am free. And I want to walk in the freedom of the Spirit. I want to understand what are the keys that bring forth deliverance. Number one, Yeshua, you fulfilled all of this within my life. In the place of my weakness, you are my strength. You're a God of faithfulness. Your work is perfect. All your ways are just. Be encouraged today. I think we're going to stop there. I don't know how long we've been ministering for, but you know what? I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this word. If this has been a blessing and an encouragement to you, who do you know that you should share this word with? About five minutes after the broadcast, it will be available on podcasts. We'll post on our social media platforms and you can put that out there as well because uh, sometimes people can listen on podcasts when they're driving it's harder to play a video or a stream but you know we make this available share this with someone if this word's blessed you encouraged you email me kenny at bulldozerfaith.com i'd love to hear what the father is doing in your life we've already been having testimonies coming in just from these past few uh, uh, devotions that we have shared uh, over the last few days. They are impacting people's lives. And I really believe this is an important key for deliverance in what we are sharing. And I don't know how many more days we'll stand, but we will go to the end of this chapter for as long as it takes for us to do this. Maybe it'll be another day. Maybe it'll be another couple of days. I don't know. But Father, thank you for your word. He's a God of faithfulness. Without injustice, good and upright is he. That's your God. That's your God. So now look at your situation. Look at what's before you. Father, we come to that place of prayer.
We thank you for your word. We thank you for your deliverance. We thank you for your faithfulness, that your word will come to pass. It will accomplish that for which it has been sent, that you are the rock of our salvation. And we do not need to trust in anything else or anyone else. Our trust is in your name. You are able. We commit our ways to you today. And Father, I pray more than anything that right now you bring deliverance to those who are watching and listening. Let this be a day of deliverance. If you're sick within your body, place your hands in the part of your body where you're sick. Do you believe that Yahovah is a healer? Yes, he is through Yeshua. Lay hands on yourself. Father, right now, Father, you know the sicknesses, you know the diseases, you know, if you've got stuff going on in your mind, put your hands in your mind, eyes, put your hands in your eyes, your ears, whatever part of your body. We say cancer, go in Yeshua's name. We curse cancer, we curse sickness right now in Yeshua's name. We speak to lungs to be restored. We speak to livers to be uh, renewed in Yeshua's name. Whatever you're going through, you proclaim it. You speak it out and see the deliverance of Yahovah. I come against the spirit of addiction. I say, get off my brother or sister. No addiction. Addiction, I break you in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this time. All right, guys. Hope you've been blessed and encouraged. Like I said, email me. If you want to support the ministry, you can go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. You can see the link on the website, bulldozerfaith.com. You can give in your currency. And the finances you put in make a difference. Realize that when you give to build those of faith, it makes a difference to uh, allow us to reach more people and to minister to the body of Messiah. Thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.